Welcome to the podcast. It's Jeremiah Schmidt here, and this is going to be episode number, or not episode number two, but part two of the talk with Kyle. Uh, this one is going to be about establishing a win-win frame. And uh, before we get into it, I'll just give you some context on you know what we're talking about, how we got into this. So Tim Ferriss, I, I love the Tim Ferriss podcast. Like I, I love listening to his podcast. I'm a big uh, Tim Ferriss supporter. And um, one of the last episodes that he released was with one of the Koch brothers. And if you don't know who the Koch brothers are, is or the Koch family, is they are a massive uh, energy company in the U.S. Um, they're worth like billions of dollars. And it was interesting having you know listening to a podcast with one of those guys on the on the episode. And in in that episode, if you listen to uh, the guy who's talking, one of the Koch brothers. I think it was like Charles Koch. Uh, he's talking about how there's certain people that he doesn't dis- he doesn't agree with at all, but they establish like win-win frames. So maybe they they have like opposite views with someone else, but there's a part of it that's like there's a part of what they agree with that's like mutually beneficial and it establishes a win-win. And um you know, more on this is this is actually like there's a good book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the topics there is called win-win. And what that means is when you look at the world through the frame that if you win, someone else doesn't have to lose. Or if someone else wins, um, you don't have to lose. So the way that they explain it is that if you win, then someone else can win too. And you want to like the idea is to put yourself in positions where both parties are mutually mutually beneficial, or uh, you know both parties win, and then that way it's like a cycle. So the more you win, the more someone else wins, and the more you win, the more someone else wins, and it's uh, you know both parties really benefit that way. So this is the podcast that we'll hop into, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. part of humankind like you can't really get rid of it like it's i don't see like this peaceful like utopia in the future like i think at the end of the day we're all like it's like part like self-interest is like super important like we all have it maybe some people don't there's 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 different ways to um to get that right because at some point you get more out of help doing for others than for yourself right Mm -hmm. it's like um for example like going somewhere with your friend. If I went on vacation, right, I could keep all my money and go on vacation or I could, you know, maybe buy my friends a vacation with me and I don't have enough money yet to do all these cool things, but because I do it with my friends, just including my friends in that is actually the greedy move because I have much more fun with my friends than not, right? Mm-hmm. So collaborating with them, paying for them, like giving them money, being generous, quote unquote, to me, it's almost like the self-interest move. So... To me, that's where at the high level, it like it's not clear which which is which, you know. So I think that's why actually it's possible to be purely good or like because even you can be really good but be greedy, and that's actually good for other people. You can be selfish or something, mm-hmm. but if you reach a high level of consciousness, 
even being selfish and good will include other people. Because I, I think at the end of the day, you can't just be a pure individual. You're also a collective. So if you just, the way to maximize your own happiness, to be truly hedonistic, is to actually contribute to other people because they're a part of your happiness. So I think there is for sure potential for pure good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't think of it that way. That's, no, that's cool. Damn, dude. You're a smart man, Kyle. <laughs> I think a lot about yeah. this stuff because it has big implications, right? Yeah, no, well, that's why I love talking to you, man. Because like you're very, it's always good, man. Like you're very open-minded. Like you have, like you're very open-minded. Like you like to see things like differently. I think I don't know where I come from helps me rationalize a lot of these things because I used to be like not. When we had lunch the other day and you talked about some people that just see the world all bad, right? Mm. And can never get better. I forgot exactly what your point was, but it's like. I only knew that because I used to be like see the world as a bad place that I could compete with other people you know I wanted to be like the villain like when I used to watch like anime or like a TV show as a kid like I always identified with the villain dude mm-hmm. but then I was like wait a minute like the way to be the most greedy and actually the most manipulative and the most good is actually to do good in the world and like collaborate with other people and have all the good stuff because then you gain and they gain and the more they gain the more you gain and the more you gain the more they gain so it's like an infinite loop of like doing good Wait, wait, say that again. Wait, so, holy cow! Wait, so like, so how? Wait, how did you even stumble upon it? Like, what? Like, what does that mean again? Well, because I think when when you're when you're at the bottom level, right? You think mm-hmm. world the world is a zero sum game. Yeah. So for for example, for you, for me to gain something, you have to lose something. Like I have to take something from you. Oh. Okay, or like the yeah. opposite is true, right? For like for a CEO to do it, he has to steal from the people. Yeah. For me to have a good relationship, I have to beat my part. Like I have to be, I have to win. Yeah. But then you realize that. So then the, the argument becomes that you can still, this is like the lowest level paradigm. You can still do good, but it's almost like to have a good relationship, I need sometimes you win and I lose and sometimes you win and I lose. Mm-hmm. So we both switch places, but then you realize that actually you can literally create magic in this world because you can have you win and I win. And the more that happens, the more you win, the more I win. And the more I win, the more you win. Which, in th- if you if you like spell that out, it would actually make sense, right? So you're like, mm-hmm. who actually loses? But nobody loses. If if but it's that's where the the line between objective and like subjective is like not clear. Mm-hmm. Because how do you define who wins and who loses, right? 